Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments, none of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really naturally to me. I got good eyesight. We're back. The Golf Insiders wrapping up an hour of intelligent golf talk in the house. Howie G and my special guest, Jay Golden. From Buenos dias. Park Good morning. Village. Just got back from Costa Rica. That's why I'm speaking such fluent Spanish. And why you are so, so deeply tan. <laughs> Looking like the mysterious man. I got the glow from the volcano. Everybody's been on vacation. Will's on vacation. I got to go drink some umbrella drinks. Um, <laughs> get the heck out of town. We're going to waste no more time because uh, this is one of this is one of our favorite, favorite people in the golf world. He has been covering golf for uh, longer than I'm going to say. He'll, he'll tell you how long. But Steve Trivet has uh, covered golf for the Rocky Mountain News out in beautiful, beautiful Colorado, uh, as well as currently covers for the Villages Sun. No place better than the Villages. And we waste no more time. Steve Trivet, welcome to the Golf Insiders. Hello, boys and girls. I have one of those little cocktails with an umbrella on it sitting in front of me right now. Oh, I bet you do, because we know no it's happy hour up at the Villages. Uh, it's always happy hour at the Villages. <laughs> oh, well, Steve, you're, um, let's first start with just your overall thoughts on this year's Open. I know you've covered many, and uh, you've also given us some great coverage this past week on the Golf Insiders blog, which we appreciate very much. Well, you and Jay have both been right. Bob is right, and as he will always tell you, Gary was right. <laughs> uh, they uh, they just made it too hard. What happened is very, very simple. The PGA Tour has a motto that says these guys are great, or these guys are good. Yeah. That's their motto. These guys are good because they're not great, right. and that's what happened. That's the way the golf world is right now. There's a lot of good players there are no great players. Right. And take it from a guy who covered the great players. Because in my first golf tournament, I saw Arnold Palmer win the 1963 Pensacola Open. That's how long this boy's been around. That's players today, The players today do not have, I don't know if it's the moxie, the nerve, the grit, the whatever, that the players... And I'm going to talk about the great players. We can go back, you know, and pick up Hogan, Sneed, Nicholas Palmer, Trevino, Watson, you know, player, Casper, that ilk. You didn't go seven years when those guys were playing without one of them winning a major championship. You know, this thing with we've got seven in a row, first-time winners, that's because there's nobody out there in charge. There's nobody that can take control. Phil wasn't there. Tiger wasn't there. Those are the last two great players the tour seen. Now, these guys are good, and they may become great, but they're not great right now. And it's not, you know, say, well, seven in a row, that's fine. If it were seven young kids in a row, that might be something. But only three of those seven are under the age of 30. The other four were over, and one of them was 40. There are so some people. The young guns. There are some people that would uh, argue with you or make the point that if there were that there are many more good players today, that the field is a lot 
deeper, that there are a lot more people taking up golf early, shooting low scores, talented. But are you saying that with today's equipment, if, if they were playing right now, Hogan and Snead and Palmer and Player, etc., that if they were on the tour right now with the modern equipment, that they would be way up there on the top? Beyond a shadow of doubt, but remember, I'm an old guy. And you're right; there are the fields are deeper now than they were then, but the best then are better than the best now. It's what I'm saying as far as winning major championships, because they knew how to win major championships. You know, everybody everybody's gone gaga over Roy, and many ways, rightfully so. He is the only guy under the age of thirty who has four major championships. But let me run this number by you. I just did a little look-up stat. He won the 2011 U.S. Open at Congressional. Blew the field away. Set the record. 17 under par. Since that U.S. Open, in U.S. Open play, he has missed a cut, tied for 41st, tied for 23rd, tied for 9th, missed a cut, and missed a cut. Wow. He didn't see things like that. From Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, Gary Player, Billy Casper, over those what seven years? Well, how do you throw Tiger in the mix then? You know, he I had a Grand Slam, but that was at Denny's. But he won four majors in a row. He he, he was in contention. How do you throw him in the mix compared to those old timer greats? For a, a decade, a decade. Tiger Woods was the best player the game had ever seen. Amen. Ever. Ever. Better than Jack. Better than anybody for a decade. We know what's happened since since that decade ended in 2008. But there's a prime example. You know, Tiger didn't go like that. Tiger and Phil are the two two best players of the century that starts with a two. You know, the first century that starts with a two. Give me somebody else in there that's great. There isn't one. Yeah, there may be more good ones, but there's a lot less great ones. And that's, and God bless Brooks Kepka. Kid evidently does this, you know, he, he, he took the long road there. When he didn't go through, didn't make it through Q school right out of Florida State, he didn't hang around and play many tours and beg for sponsor exemptions. He took off and went to the other side of the world and played golf yep. tournaments in places people have never heard of. Yeah, he really did. He really, he really did it the old school way, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. He learned it out of the dirt. And uh, is could it be a, a starter? I guess it could. But could it be? Could he be the next? You know, one hit wonder. Yeah, that could happen too. You, know, I just don't see anyone right now with. Wearing, we're ready to put on that mantle of greatness and wear it comfortably. Well, I think, Steve, uh, we've, we've got to wrap it up. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, or fortunately, in sports, we, we want that superstar. Um, you know, because that's what bring, brings in the fringe fans. We know it's mm-hmm. good for the game, and we know that's what boosts ratings. So, um, you know. Golf has always been star-driven, always will be star-driven. And if you don't have a star... You're going to have ratings for a U.S. Open like you had this year. Absolutely. Well, um, we're we're hoping. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe Brooks and uh, his buddy DJ will uh, become the next uh, twosome to 
really create a rivalry. It'll it'll certainly be. Uh, we won't be able to tell either one of their pulses. That's for sure. <laughs> from your mouth to God's ear. All right, Steve Trivet. Thank you so much. Check him out on the GolfInsidersBlog.com and. Jay Golden, you can go check him out at Winter Park Pines, one of the best teachers in our business. Thanks, my friend, for spending some time tonight. Thanks for inviting me. The Golf Insiders, we're out of here. We love you. Bye-bye.